pirate's life for me. Welcome to Random Shots on Talk Like a Pirate Day. And you better listen up, you land lovers, because tonight we have a special podcast for you. We are mashing up football with Talk Like a Pirate Day. Or more important, more uh, specifically, our top two favorite football players of all time and our favorite made-up holiday. Ahoy me hearties. My name be Indy, and I'm the captain of the ship. Should we go around and actually say who we are and where they can find us? I am Rowdy Knight. You can find me on Twitter at Rowdy Knight. I'm on Facebook at... Friday night. We're talking about the one, the only, the indie man. That's me. You can reach me on Twitter uh, at, at Daring Dragoon. That's with two O's, people. And don't forget to visit the website, random-shots.net. You can subscribe. You can click the contact link. You can look at all our episodes all on one page. And you can and see it's... all of our pirate booty. <laughs> Ahoy no, there. Ahoy. They're censored. Nobody said we had to put booty up on the website. <laughs> booty no, O's, maybe, like but the, not booty. All of our episodes. They're like oh, called the blue. Oh, oh, like treasure. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And all our booty be free to you. Just click the subscribe link. Subscribe through iTunes, Google Play Music. Peoples. And, and I'm Tony. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Antpa44. <laughs> And I'm Jerry. You can find me at Max Mages. You can find our podcast at Our Shots Podcast. Or just search Random Shots Podcast on Facebook. Top shelf, reaching up, pulling down our top two favorite football players of all time and our top favorite made-up holiday. Gearing up for the third week of the season. and It's one of my uh, favorite sports. And uh, thought we would uh, bring it on to the show, you know. Start of the football season. It's a good time of year. Little known fact, might be shocking to some, I actually won fantasy football last year. No money involved. It was my own league. Um, oh, so I wonder how that, that I think that that's why I'm still in the money league, though, is because I never win there. And I think that's why everybody keeps me around. Just wait like 25 years like I did and you'll get there. <laughs> Which is, we are actually in four leagues together? I mean, three leagues? Three leagues. Three leagues and then... We're in four. The yeah. other three hosts yeah. were in four together. So yeah. four total, three with Jer. Right. Um, you're not you're not in South Lake, right? No. So yeah. Okay. That's the one that sets us apart. Yes. So yeah, but uh, the live money league. That's 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 the one to focus on. That's, and then I'm in three other leagues one. also, but those. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty excited. I am one and one in the money league right now. One and one. Hey, yeah. you're one and one. I'm one and one. I'm one and one. You're one and one. Yeah. What are you? Um. Geez, I haven't checked the scores yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm two and zero. Oh. <laughs> or flip that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but see, I, that's how last. I was season, just assuming you were one and one. Also, that's what happened last season. I had a slow start, but then, like around halfway through, I had like a winning streak all the way up to the Super Bowl. Boom, baby. <laughs> That's how it's going to happen again. That was a little John Madden there for you. Did you hear me? Like, boom. <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. Oh, wrong sport. Sorry. So a couple of uh, years ago, 
all over the TV were the ads for these uh, competing sports betting, well, not like fantasy sports where you actually put real money on the line, like their FanDuel, DraftKings. Yeah. They were all over the TV. Um, they've kind of slowed down those commercials a lot, but um, I, I think I heard the commercial for that on the podcast even before it was big, and I decided to try it out for a season. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have any of you guys tried that? I have. It's I've not. Probably not a good thing for somebody with a betting problem to do. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did it work out for you guys? I'll tell you what happened to me. So, so I decided to tr- just, just for one year, I'm going to play a $5 game every week of the NFL season, 50-50 games. So, top 50% win. So, and that year I went 11 and 7. Not bad. Which is not bad, but guess how much I made <laughs> with $5 a week with all that effort? Um, I'm going to guess $17. That's pretty dang close. <laughs> it was like, I think it was $11, $14, 17 something like that. So not really worth the effort, but right. but it was a good time. <laughs> I haven't really revisited that, but I just wanted to try it that one season. Right. I've yeah. done a uh, a few, and I've done different sports as well. Uh, I've done UFC, oh. um, football, of course, baseball. Not very good with baseball at all. I'm not sure how it's legal because, but I guess it's because it's a game of skill. You're not real actually betting on players. You're trying to put together the most points, I guess, or maybe that. Right, and in some areas, it is still illegal. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and in fact, they had shut down a bunch of. Uh, that's why you don't see as many of the commercials is mm-hmm. because of the fact that they shut down, shut that stuff down in several different areas. Um, but uh, but yeah, I've done uh, UFC, uh, baseball, football, um, NASCAR, and I think that's it. I've never done basketball or anything like that. Actually, I don't think you can do basketball. I think that's within basketball's uh, mm. gambling window or whatever that they're not allowed to do it but right. uh um me i've done uh, i haven't ever i haven't won much on it i've gotten like 10 bucks maybe in like three years of playing but uh it's um where i don't play like every week or anything like that it's just randomly occasionally and uh, i'll pick in with like nascar you pick like five drivers and depending on how they do is how you get points everything like that and that one i actually do pretty well uh to me it's kind of a rush because you see the fact that there's like 700 and something thousand people playing and if you're in the top like twenty five thousand, it's like <laughs> doing pretty good <laughs> still not in money but i'm doing pretty good <laughs> and uh so i've done that with a few different ones in fact this last weekend i played uh, i actually did put down five but i did one three dollar game and two uh, two one dollar games and then a free game and so like I had four different ones going at the same time for um, uh, which one is that DraftKings uh, yeah DraftKings and um, didn't do anything on those <laughs> I was in the bottom twenty five thousand on all of them so it was terrible but, well it's interesting to see how the how the other sports work because I've only done the NFL that's really pretty much the only one I'm a huge fan of I'll I'll go to the occasional uh, ball game, but that's the one I, I watch each and every week. And uh, go Broncos! That's being edited out. <laughs> <laughs> go Broncos! Go Seahawks! Talk about football. I know how much you love football. 
I know how much you hate certain teams. You have embraced this upcoming season of flag football greater than I expected, considering who your boys are playing, who the boys are going to be. So I would like to get it on the record again, how you felt finding out, right before the podcast even, that was a horrible time to tell him, that your son was going to be wearing your least favorite team's colors. Well, because it wasn't the Green Bay Packers, I don't. I didn't care. You still own the hat, though, right? It's somewhere in the house. It's not on display like the other hats. But, <laughs> but uh, yes, I do, and uh, I'm, now I have a Patriots hat on, and uh, uh, because, as Tony will tell everybody. I'm the only mental person who buys a new hat for every season my kid plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I haven't come across one person and said, wow, that's a really good idea when I tell them the story. <laughs> Going, is he broke? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so, yes, I now have a Patriots hat on. And uh, not the Patriots, I... I, I don't. They're not one of my most disliked teams, as I think they were for a couple of you guys. But uh, um, I, they're not my favorite team by any means. But uh, my wife asked, she's like, so how's that Patriots hat feel? I said, a hell of a lot better than the Packer hat. So, <laughs> so after wearing that hat, I can pretty much wear anything now. So Except for Florida or Alabama. I'm not wearing either one of those either. <laughs> In response to your statements about how people react when you tell them that he buys a new hat for every team his son plays on. Sons. I don't think it's a, sons. I don't think it's a horrible idea. Especially when you have a hat addiction where you <laughs> where you love owning hats and it's football related, so, you know. I love wearing hats. I wear a hat pretty much every chance I get. Yes. I would never, ever... But do you have a collection? No like one, a full yes. collection? Yeah, he does. Yes. And no one has said, wow, that's interesting. No, no, that's a good idea. Yeah. No. Except for you two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> no, you two think it's a good idea. Not it's bad. not a bad idea. I'm, I'm hoping you're that, just passionate about I'm hoping I'm something. Supportive. I'm supportive. Supportive, about yes. Well, and, and I'm hoping at some point he's going to actually hang all of the football hats from the NFL that he has and eventually he will have a wall of 32 hats. Then what will I wear? Your Charlotte Knights hat. (laughs) Yeah. I would would wear my Charlotte Knights hat. (laughs) Or your Vegas Golden Knights hat. I do. I have a brand new Vegas Golden Knights hat. Very nice hat. I like their logo. They could be my new team. I I was was interested. I'm still an Oilers fan. Um, But why do they got to be the Golden Knights? Why can't they just be the Knights? <laughs> See, I thought Vegas Knights actually sounded better yes. than Vegas Golden Knights. And why did they drop the loss? They're not the Las Vegas Knights or Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're just the Vegas Golden Knights. Are you sure? I'm positive. That's crazy. Yeah, they dropped the loss. Yeah. I wonder if uh, when the Raiders move. Maybe they dropped the loss in the hopes that they dropped the losses. Yeah, it could be. Different spelling. (laughs) (laughs) Same pronunciation. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Have a lot of foreign people going through there. They they don't know the different spellings. (laughs) uh, And the Raiders are going to be moving down there in a few years. Yeah. 
I don't know if they'll be the Las Vegas Raiders or if they'll just go Vegas Raiders or... Right. Speaking the of Las pirates, Raiders. matey. That's right. Las Vegas. And, <laughs> uh... Which brings me to watching football this Sunday and last Sunday. It's probably a good thing that they are getting their own stadium because <laughs> having to play in the infield of of the Oakland A's till what? End of September, beginning of October. Not only that, but nobody shows up. Yeah. <laughs> they said that the uh, total attendance for the Rams and the Chargers. Uh, oh, well, that's not even who you're talking about. No. But, <laughs> but still, for the uh, L.A. teams, though. <laughs> no, you said Raiders. I thought L.A. Old school, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Totally went around. But uh, anyways, the uh, total attendance for the two Rams games, uh, or <laughs> two Rams games, for the Rams and the Chargers, uh, both playing in L.A., was less than the USC uh, game that took place the night before. Well, and here, here's about the Chargers. You have spent a lifetime in hating the L.A. area. The L.A. area has spent a lifetime hating you. It makes no sense to move to L.A. Like, if you're the Chargers. Like a Hogan heel turn. <laughs> it makes no sense. Makes no sense, and they expect to make money from it. Yeah. <laughs> like, fight for L.A. Well, you know what? You're going to have to rebrand your whole team and logo for people in Los Angeles area that were not already San Diego Chargers fans to like the Chargers. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. They should move to San Antonio. Yeah, I, I gotta say though, I do know some some Chargers fans, and Chargers are getting a lot less backlash from their fans than the Rams did from their fans for their move. Well, that's because the Chargers fans were tired of the owner, and so they really didn't care when he left. And and actually, when it was official and finalized, uh, there was a, on NFL Network there was a lot of Chargers fans coming to the headquarters in San Diego lighting their gear on fire <laughs> and throwing it at the building. Um, so, yeah, they, they weren't happy uh, too much. and uh, But the Rams, they, they had a good fan base in St. Louis. Yeah. And then Kroenke decided, hey, let's go to L.A. So, but back to the Raiders real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> so they're running plays in the infield – and at one point, it looked like they took the snap from second base, and the running back ran to third base. I was like, <laughs> you got a triple. <laughs> so I'm glad that they're finally going to have the... There's the only team left in the NFL that still shares a, a stadium baseball, with yeah. baseball. So I think that'll be good that they'll finally get their own stadium and not have to slide into third. And actually, it was a running back... Uh, it wasn't. It was a quarterback that ran... And he slid right about where third base was. Right. So I'm like, oh, safe. <laughs> Derek Carr was yeah, safe. Yeah. That so, reminds me of the of the days in the 90s when the Rockies played in the Broncos stadium. Right. <laughs> yes. But they were on the football turf, not the other way. Not this, this, that's well, really weird, the football being on the Well, they still did it the other turf. way as oh. well. Yeah. Ah. But the, the stadium was at least positioned a little bit differently uh-huh. for the for the football and the baseball at Mile High. Yeah, yeah. That it like wasn't a triangle. that much. Yeah, it wasn't that much of the field. They have the whole middle of the infield where they have to run through. <laughs> yeah. Home run. Home run. <laughs> Who else? Uh, oh, wrong sports. Oh, yeah. 
the Jets and the Mets a long time ago, they had to share a stadium. Right. That uh, seems kind of fitting, the Jets and the Mets. The, uh... Did the Reds and the Bengals? Were they both um, had... I'm not sure about the... I'm not sure about them. Uh, I think Washington did, didn't they? Yeah. At one point? Yeah. Because I remember... Before they got their new stadium. Yeah. When they came down from the Expos. And then the, uh... Maybe the Pirates and the Steelers. I'm thinking Pirates and Steelers. Both at Three Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the case. But, uh, yeah. So they're the last, uh... Of the shared stadiums and... You know what's crazy is the fact that Coors Field is the third oldest National League park. The third oldest? Yeah. Behind Wrigley and Suez Ravine. <laughs> yeah. It wow, opened in 95, and it's the third <laughs> oldest stadium in the National League. That's crazy. <laughs> I remember when that opened. Yeah, me and you, well, we probably already told the story, but we went to go see the Scabs yes. play. <laughs> I don't think we told that story. No, I don't think oh, we so. did. No. I, I told him recently. Yeah. When <laughs> he we told went me to when the, we went. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a Yankee scabs versus Rocky scabs. Yeah, yeah. and uh, my dad complained because he's a union guy. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I can't believe you're going to see this game. <laughs> you're you're breaking with the uh, the union people. <laughs> I can, I like, I want to check out. About that. And I said, I just want to check out the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was there opening night, um, the very first game, first, very first regular season game uh, for the Rockies, went uh, to 14 innings, and we got sunburned waiting for tickets and for the rock pile. Um, it was me, Lena, and her uh, nephew, cousin, cousin, cousin. Isaiah, and um, it was us three, and he, he was little at the time. But we got sunburned waiting for tickets for Rockpile and then snowed on and felt like frostbite uh, waiting for the game to finish. But uh, he stayed there for the whole thing. I was worried that we were going to have to leave because he was getting cold, but he toughed it out, and I was impressed. And uh, Larry, nope, Dante Bichette. Dante Bichette cracked a uh, three-run homer in the bottom of the 14th inning uh, over left field wall. Against the New York Mets. Against the New York Mets. Yep. But uh, it was a very cool night. Um, Somebody gonna get sued. <laughs> one thing about football, I would say one negative thing about football. Just one. Just, Just one? one? Um, it's not a huge negative, but I mean, but going to the games is kind of overrated. And I don't know if it's just because of how much I love fantasy football, but... I went to a Seahawks-Bronco game probably about five, six years ago now. And um, it was the first or second game of the regular season. It was extremely hot. I couldn't check my scores. I couldn't see half of the things that were going on. And, yeah, it just wasn't that exciting. Yeah, the time I went, I went with you guys. You had... I guess your dad had extra tickets that he didn't want to go because it was snowing and cold. <laughs> uh, my dad's boss's son had those tickets. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and gave them to us. So. What does that make us? It was absolutely nothing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, had a ball going to that Bears game. We sat behind the cheerleaders. It was we, cold. Uh, it was cold. Very, I very kept, cold. 
I kept mixing. It was fun. I kept mixing up which team was which, and I'd go, "Yay! Oh wait, I'm rooting for the Broncos." (laughs) Cheering for the blue and orange. (laughs) I know because orange just freezing and. I don't know, maybe it was, it was an experience. Yeah. And, that game and, was extremely boring. It was all field goals. <laughs> right, it was. Um, it was like, like watching two mules fight over a turnip. It's like, who cares? It was like 2003, something <laughs> right. like that, I remember. But uh, no, it's it good. I think, uh, and I think that's something that the league knows about. And because I've heard uh, Goodell mention that on a couple different talk shows about the fact that their television experience is so good that it hurts their live performance. Uh, with that, um, because of the fact that you don't have all the benefits of the replays, the uh, you know, being able to you know pause, do whatever you know, and the uh, um, the insight of the annou- the announcers and analysts and everything like that, and and cutting away to different games, and you know, you don't have they they do such a great job presenting it on TV that when you're there in the stand, you don't have any of that. And plus, then you have to deal with. People. 70,000 people. Yeah. Hey, I gotta be honest. My favorite game that I ever went to, January 2nd, 1999. Jets versus Broncos. It's the playoffs. My friend from high school and I are way, way up, sitting in the stands, surrounded by an entire section of Jets fans. We're the only Broncos faction uh, fans in the section. And over here... You have one Jets fan. To your left, for all you listeners. Yeah. You have... It doesn't doesn't really matter. (laughs) Over here, you have this one Jets fan surrounded by a bunch of Broncos fans. Guess who was picking fights and who was getting along with the team that that they were surrounded by? And it wasn't the numbers, because we were being just as mouthy as, as they were, but we were all having fun. You know, it was a great experience, one of the best games I've ever been to. I loved it. And I was at a live game where I couldn't see half the stuff going on on the field. Yeah. And you didn't understand the stuff you were seeing. You know, it was a, you know, <laughs> the, the Jets fans around us were great people. Well, that's because from New York. Oh, I love New Yorkers. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, to be fair, I couldn't do now what we did then. It was a cold day, and I, was, I don't didn't have this much anymore. insulation back then. Um Every time the Broncos scored, we took off. We had layers of warm clothes while we were out there. We took off another layer of warm clothes. We were standing there topless at one point, up in the top of the stands. Now I'm too fat. We couldn't pull that off now. Yeah, but now you'd get on TV. Probably. They love showing the fat naked guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I'm trying to delete that image out of my head. <laughs> Of that naked guys? <clears throat> of you standing topless. That was back when I was but, You know, something that drives me nuts about uh, going to live games, be it baseball, football, anything, is whenever there's a fan nearby that thinks they know everything about the game, and they're sitting there, like, giving their an- analysis about everything. And it's like, no, you're completely wrong. You're completely wrong. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I'll overhear this stuff, and I, I sit there telling I'm like, he's don't know, he has no idea what he's talking about. And <laughs> I, I do my best not to start any arguments, start any fights. I, like, just let it go. But, yeah, it just, like, grains on my brain <laughs> whenever these people don't know what they're talking about. Two stories to uh, 
I, I thought you might have a story about that. <laughs> <laughs> One was at the football game at the Seahawks game. Um, we were getting beat pretty well. Like, we didn't move the ball very well at all. I, I don't even know if we scored a touchdown that game. Third quarter, down by a lot, we get a first down. This clearly drunk moron Seahawk fan, an aisle over, stands up and is like, yeah, looking all around at the Bronco fans going, first down, doing the motion for first down and put it in their faces. I'm like, dude, we're getting killed. <laughs> Sit down. Stop celebrating while you're losing. Right. <laughs> Drives me nuts also. And then the other one was at Mile High Stadium. It was for a baseball game, though. <laughs> um, it was back when um, Andres Galarraga was the cleanup hitter. Yep. Big... Uh, Big cat. Uh, big cat. Um, lots of home runs. And every time he came up to bat, there was a group of people behind us that kept on screaming, Grand Slam, Galarraga, Grand Slam. Didn't matter how many people were on base. <laughs> they screamed. And then he didn't come up with the bases loaded at all that entire game. But they wanted to hit him hit it at Grand Slam. <laughs> Drove us crazy the entire game. Yeah, they had no idea what a grand slam was. They, they should be happy we didn't have cell phones at the time. That right. like pull it up, and be like, here's what a grand slam would entail. You have to have three other people. <laughs> or I'm guilty of saying grand slam, but I'm but I know what it is. I'm just saying that's what's gonna happen in three runs from now. Grand slam. <laughs> They're gonna make three hits. Grand slam. <laughs> So she's sitting behind quite <laughs> No. It would require four hits for a Grand Slam. Well, four. The fourth one would be three hits run. And then Grand Slam. Yes. There you go. And it's also a breakfast item at Denny's. Grand Slam breakfast. Yes. yes. Yeah. But it's with a free roll of toilet paper. But curious, why would it take three <laughs> hits to set up for a Grand Slam? Okay, it doesn't True, have to be three hits. It could be, it could be a, walks, a walk, an okay. error. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, you, you have to have bases loaded. Yeah, you have yes. to have yeah. bases loaded. Just that saying, was, if he's cheering for hits, that was my wishful hits. thinking that they were all hits. <laughs> just like Britney Spears, hit me, baby, one more time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, be thankful we are not live on YouTube with cameras. <laughs> Not just for this episode, but for all of them. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't all the way back to when Indy did the show with no pants. You know, it's not too late. I can do <laughs> half the show with no pants. That's okay. I'd stalk like a pirate day. You get to use your patch. <laughs> and then we'd all see your booty. Put them bump. You land lovers walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> So, football players. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was going through my favorite football players' names, I was thinking, you know what? There are some cool football player names out there. And if I were to go by name, these are some names I would possibly go with. So, you were, we were talking about the Packers earlier. Yes. What about Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he, great defensive player for the Packers. Yeah, he's good. This yeah. is a family-friendly show, all right? All right. Yeah, don't say Packer. <laughs> well. <laughs> and DeBrickishaw Ferguson from the Jets. Strong name, DeBrickishaw. 
Who's that new kicker? If only his talent would uh, support his strong name. <laughs> and there's also... Yeah. yeah, that's the one. What's his name? Uh, it, something Chew. Nah. Oh, yeah, the guy Young from Chew. Korea. <laughs> well, anyway, and he missed the kick at the end of the Bronco game no, a couple no, no. of Mondays ago. No, no. He, oh. made, he made the kick. And then <laughs> he the, missed the he second kick. time out, and he didn't miss it. Your big gold people just bowled over our linemen and got their <laughs> hand up. I think they lined up in front of the nose tackle, which is illegal. It should have been a flag, but whatever. Yeah, you guys won. That's great. It was a great Monday night. Now you Stand up for that. Keenan Allen caught a touchdown. Killed my chances of winning <laughs> fantasy football that week. But, you know, it was a great game. I enjoyed the game, too. That was cool. So there's also... Um, there's also a former wide receiver for the Browns. His name is Fair Hooker, which is, you know, that that must mean that he's a reasonably, for his services, he charges a reasonable price. Fair Hooker. And uh, there's now, now in wrestling, a hooker is a different thing. Just to let you know, uh, a hooker. Where you say check, please. A hooker in wrestling. A hooker in wrestling is somebody who actually. It intends to cause pain, mm-hmm. so they'll grab a ankle or a knee joint and actually twist and try and put the person out of wrestling. So hook a fair hooker just means that you know they're going to follow the rules but still break your leg. <laughs> <laughs> also, a former Cleveland Brown running back, Ben Gay. Oh yeah, remember Ben Gay? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite current uh, names. Uh, he's actually on the Broncos. He's a tight end. His name is Jake Butt. Jake Butt. <laughs> Jake Butt. I I'm forgot about that. One. Play, actually. Yeah. Uh, another good one. Offensive tackle for the Steelers, Guy Wimper. <laughs> Very He's strong. He's a current name. player. That's what it says here. Oh, all right. Unless it was a current player from this list, I found <laughs> it. Um, Which he just picked up on the side of the road I mean, on his way to the bottom. I mean, I knew all this from my head. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I did not do research. I'm a sports fanatic. There's also quarterback. He's stealing your gimmick. Free agent yeah. right now, Ashton Ubooty. Oh yeah. Our matey, yeah. Ashton Ubooty. It's all like a big old circle. Just comes around. And then there's the classic. And then you keep going. The unforgettable. Yeah. The unforgettable. <laughs> last one, Dick Buttkiss, of course. And back to the made-up holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. We've Talked like pirate a little bit and talked about planks and booty and stuff like that. But there's lots of other made-up holidays out there, and uh, we're going to be pulling down our top favorite one of all time, whether it's one that actually exists or doesn't. But, coincidentally, and this is truly a coincidence, this was not planned, yesterday, the mayor of Denver, Michael Hancock, Declared October 14th as Breakfast Burrito Day. Really? Yeah. Breakfast Burrito I am Day. I'm looking forward to October 14th. You know, uh, I'm, right. I'm I, might, for, I might celebrate it early tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for food related holidays, but did we really need a Breakfast Burrito Day? I mean, we can eat breakfast burritos every day. We can. However, they're $1.25 at Santiago's, which. Amazingly enough, this podcast is brought to you unofficially by Santiago's. Come to Santiago's on October 14th and get $1.25. 
Breakfast burritos, limit five per customer. Five. And, yeah. and That's a deal right there. <laughs> well, usually they just have one, and it's like, I'll do five. And with the added bonus of a three-hour wait because of all the people <laughs> trying to get the $1.25 burrito. Right. But you'll, be, you'll get to make some friends while you're in line That's at Santiago's. Right. Hey, just out of curiosity, what was that one you guys were talking about before the show that happened <laughs> to fall on the 17th? It's like two days ago or whatever. Uh... Appreciate your wife day? Wife appreciation day? Anybody here celebrate that? No, but I did apologize that we didn't celebrate it. Wait a minute. And then I told her that I appreciated her today and every day. She's on the podcast apology list every (laughs) single time. So So, I think she's good. I brought it up to make sure she made it on the list. This this week is no different than our (laughs) making. So I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, but on my birthday, October 25th, plan your presents now, um, it is actually Punk for a Day Day. Uh, I'm not sure why they have to have a day day, but yeah, Punk for a Day Day. Okay. So get out your mohawks, your uh, your nose rings. <laughs> They're just calling me a punk. That's all. I'm pretty sure your family thinks of your birthday as that, but not us. We, we don't think of it that way. Right. See? And on my on my wedding anniversary, October 5th, is Do Something Nice Day. It is. I was actually going to bring that up as an honorable mention. Yeah. So make sure everyone listening, October 5th, you go out and you do something nice that day. Lena married Dave. That was her something nice. She took one for the team. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, there's... Was, okay, go That, go that was an ultimate sacrifice right there on her part. <laughs> And you know, we've gone a few episodes without mentioning anything squirrel-related. Yes, so, I saw so that. So I wanted January to... January 21st is Squirrel Appreciation squirrel Day. Squirrel Appreciation Day. So. Make out to your uh, Squirrel Girl calendar there. Squirrel Girl. <laughs> and speaking of Squirrel Girl, hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll direct one of the Squirrel Girl episodes. Yeah, but, yeah uh, he's got experience. He'll do it. <laughs> now, Indy, what about you? Do we have to add Robin to the apologies? I did not know that this holiday existed. She does not know. If she listens to this, she'll know I missed it. So, <laughs> so then, yes, we should add her to the apologies. <laughs> and um, one of my favorite uh, days that I just found out about, not, not my top shelf, I'm not giving any secrets away, but uh, August 3rd is one of my favorite days now. It's National Watermelon Day. Mm. I love me some watermelon. I'll just sit around for an extra day and have International Beer Day the next day. <laughs> Watermelon's better than beer. Although they're both made That's of water. Exactly. It's oh. debatable. Just have them both at the same time, have a grand old time. Water and beer make no, never mind. No, not good. <laughs> okay, different meals. <laughs> oh, National Underwear Day. Hmm. Maybe you should wear some that day. Yeah, August 5th. Oh. I'll have to buy a pair. <laughs> That's not the only pair that you have to get. <laughs> now, in my research, I found an interesting Weird Al song called Weasel Stomping Day. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's about a day in an unnamed fictional town that celebrates when everyone spreads mayonnaise on the lawn, puts on Viking helmets and boots, and proceeds to kill weasels by stepping on them. Now, I watched this video today. It was a little bit unpleasant. <laughs> it was like stop stop motion claymation, yes. but it was like the the weasels were getting pretty 
gory with the weasel killing there. Yes. So that's not going to be part of my top shelf based on that video. It's not a very family-friendly video. I saw it at the concert I went to for back in, back in years ago. And I'd like to point out that Random Shots Podcast does not condone the celebration of Weasel Stomping Day. Weasels? Weasels? Yeah, weasels. Yeah. Weasels? Uh, uh, yeah. The wheeze, buddy. Oh, uh, weasel. Oh. Yeah, sadly, yeah. the wrestling community and the world in general lost uh, Bobby Heenan this this week. Uh, known to some as the weasel, known to others as the brain. But uh, definitely one of the uh, greatest performers. And not just managers. I've seen a lot of people put greatest manager of all time. That doesn't even scratch the surface of what he did. Um, but uh, he's the greatest performer's. Um, of all time. I mean, he did everything, whether it was sitting in a studio just introducing videos of wrestling for uh, sitting next to Gorilla or whether it was on commentary, managing, getting in there and taking bumps himself. I mean, he wasn't a great wrestler, but he took bumps and flipped around and, and took all the punishment and everything. And uh, he, he was amazing. And even a great author. I mean, he, we talked about last time how he only read wrestling biographies. He had one, and it was amazing. It was uh, funny. I was sitting there on the john, just laughing my ass off right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Andy, I don't know if you realize this, but we do our podcast with Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> one of the greatest heel minds of all time. Always telling him, will you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, he had a huge influence on my sense of humor. <laughs> Right. Lose a few miles, but always cheat. Yes. Big fan. I enjoyed him growing up watching him in the 80s. He had a a lot of health issues and everything, so I'm actually happy that he's at peace now. He's back with Gorilla. Um, He's uh, uh, entertaining the, the, I guess, not the hell out of people because he's in heaven. So he's entertaining the heaven out of um, um, him. He's hurt in the Macho Man Randy Savage match. Uh, and on a um, another wrestling uh, happier note, happier note. Yay. Ric Flair is uh, last I heard is out of the hospital, yep. um, recovering. Still, uh, he's on the mend, but still yep, uh, still doing physical therapy. Yeah, but, but he is recovering. So alive and well. He said, yep. "Yeah, you're not getting rid of him that easy." Um, in fact, he had a. Uh, uh, he did a video on YouTube that uh, he was wearing a uh, black T-shirt with white letters that said, I'm not dead yet, mother, and the rest of it was censored. But, um, so, uh, yes, he, uh, he he's alive and well, back to cutting promos on nurses and and uh, doing well. So, uh, in fact, Charlotte was actually uh, on tonight's uh, SmackDown Live, so um, she's back to work as well. Well, that's good. Was this her her? First performance back. Yeah, since since he uh, went down. So yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and and it's good that WWE gave her the time off for yeah. for that, and uh, you know, no punishments or anything. They today go be with Rick, and uh, so now now that he's doing better, she's back to work, and um, women's division division on SmackDown definitely needed her, so that's good. And um, back to uh, made up holidays. September sixteenth just happened. National Play-Doh Day. I did not play with Play-Doh. I no. should have looked this up sooner. They, they should have these more readily ava- available. Right. Because, uh, yeah, I'd hate to miss out on the uh, 
plan your epitaph day. <laughs> that doesn't sound cheerful at all. Oh, I already did that, so I can skip it. I think one of the coolest <laughs> made-up holidays, non-traditional holidays, whatever you want to call it, has to be the day that we can go to 7-Eleven and get ourselves a free Slurpee. <laughs> Yes. yes. It's it's it's, it's, it's a tiny Slurpee, but it's, it's still it's, a Slurpee. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but it's one of the best there is out there. And nothing's better than free, <laughs> right? <laughs> Everything yes. tastes better when it's free. I recommend the I, the cola flavor, by the way. I can't remember what date that falls on though. Seven Eleven. Oh yeah. Aha. Yeah. Uh, ah, I see what they did there. Uh, kind of like May the 4th, speaking of our first episode. That's an entrepreneurial holiday. Hey, you know what? About a year ago, first episode came online. How about that? How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> One last uh, football story, real quick. So I was watching the Red Zone channel this weekend, and. Um, can't remember which game it was, but it was a pretty low-scoring, um, horrible game, um, and people were tweeting to the host of the Red Zone channel, saying, why aren't you showing our team more? And he said on the air, he goes, well, your team is not scoring. They're not in the Red Zone. They're not near the Red Zone. <laughs> it's not an exciting game. We're not switching to your game. Check your local listings if you want to watch your game. Nice. Yeah. It was the Bills Carolina game. I can't remember. I could be. Yeah. yeah, that one was like 6-9 to nine or yeah. something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I thought that was hysterical that he called out all the, all the fans. <laughs> Stop tweeting me. <laughs> but, uh... I think it's about that time. Boom, 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 boom. What time? What time? That time. Oh, is it that time? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to reach up to the top shelf, pull down our top two favorite football players of all time, and this is a special mashup edition. We're also going to be pulling down our top favorite made-up holiday of all time. Top shelf matchup. We're going to start out with some football. Are you ready for some football? It's a pirate day party. A butterscotch day party. Pudding that is. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag on time junior. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I will start us off tonight uh, for my second favorite football player of all time. Um, I had some debating going back and forth internally. Uh, I think I need to save one person for a future episode. Uh, my number two tonight is going to be Bo Jackson. Nice. Yeah. Good pick. They, Out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Bo knows. Bo knows. He, he, knows. Uh, he knows football. He knows baseball. Basketball, according to the commercial, although he wasn't a pro in that one. No. <laughs> All right. But he was a great two-sport athlete, uh, definitely um, could have went far in both sports. He was a all-star in baseball. He was a pro bowler in, in football. Um, amazing running back, ran over um, Brian Bosworth. Uh, ran over Mike Harden yeah. uh, of the Broncos. Yeah, that one was more enjoyable than him running over Brian Bosworth. <laughs> but know. him snapping the bat, that's always a... Uh, 
memory <laughs> that you, you think of just the, the raw power and the speed and agility. He's just a amazing athlete. Yeah. Remember being a kid playing baseball, and of course you see Bo Jackson snap the bat. So after you strike out, you snap the bat across your knee and forget you're playing with an aluminum bat. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> and even if we were playing with wood bats, we weren't going to be able to snap no. it across our knee anyway. Um, but, and also, the best running back on Tech Mobile. Oh, ever. yes, absolutely. Yeah. No one could ever tackle him. In fact, there's a clip <laughs> of Family Guy <laughs> of them playing Tech Mobile and Peter's Bo Jackson. And right. I recommend that you YouTube that. It's, it's quite, uh, quite hilarious. And then he's got the new commercials for that car, that yes. uh, for the Tecmo Bowl, where he gets in and drives all over everybody. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I never got into Tecmo Bowl, but I got my hands on one of those NES classics, which has Tecmo Bowl. I'm gonna join uh, Bo Jackson's team and give that a whirl. Let's see if it's the generic if... LA team. Yes. LA team. All yes. right, got it. <laughs> they didn't have the uh, licensing. So all the, the <laughs> okay. names. Yeah. All right. Good tip. Thanks, guys. That is my uh, number two. Let's move counterclockwise to Jerry. Ooh, counterclockwise. When I was a kid, there was a name that I heard a lot. And it helped that I really liked the cheerleaders for his team. They were amazing. (laughs) Well, they were. They they still are. I mean, they're America's team, I guess. But... um, not well, my team. Well, not my team either. Although, you know, Dak is much better than Romo. But, anyway, this man's name was known far and wide. He, I, it, I heard his name more than I heard anybody else's when it came to football when I was growing up. And that's Emmett Smith. Okay. Yeah. Emmett Smith's good pick. Amazing uh, running back. He, uh, part of the triplets. Him and uh, Aikman and Irving. Um. I, he's still the still record the holder, right? I, yes, I believe so. I can't so. think of someone else that would have taken it away from him. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still the record holder for most all-time yards. Yeah. Because he took it away from one of my picks. Ooh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no looking up beforehand, kids. Just have to <laughs> listen to the podcast. Unless he's not the record holder anymore, and then let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet at Rowdy Knight. <laughs> Hashtag not the record holder. <laughs> that is a that's a very good pick. He's a somehow I feel like that back. that hashtag and my name have gone together before. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's uh move on to Dave. All right, Dave. So what's your number two? My number two pick is now everybody knows I'm a huge bear fan love my bears my number two pick is Barry Sanders of the Detroit Lions (laughs) he was an amazing runner amazing player he never got in any trouble off the field that I can never think of he was a good citizen as far as he well he is he's still alive He's, he's a good citizen and, uh, I mean, he was a role model for the NFL model as far as being a great player on the field and a great person off the field, uh, contributing his time to charities, things like that. Um, 
I feel bad for him that he was stuck on the Lions his entire career. Um, anywhere else, especially Chicago, he would have been amazing. Um, but, uh, I mean, he was amazing anyways. But uh, just to watch that man run, it was just breathtaking. I, even as a Bears fan, even when he was playing the Bears, I'm, I just sat in awe watching Barry Sanders <laughs> <laughs> fly through this field, moving like no human person should be able to move to avoid a hit. And he's like just twisting and turning, and he, he was breathtaking to watch. Leaving defensive players jocks oh, on the ground, absolutely biting on. Yeah, if you if you uh, if you haven't seen Barry Sanders run, uh, you need to YouTube his uh, some of his best runs. They were they were just. It was just amazing. It, how, it was a work of art. Was, yeah, like a ballet. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a great pick. Barry Sanders. So far, we've got uh, running back, running All back, running back. back. <laughs> kind of like our fantasy <laughs> football draft. Yeah, kind of. Let's see what Indy's going to pick next. What's your number three? Well, your number two of football players. Two, number two of football players. So uh, I decided, you know, I got to go Bronco for oh. uh, number two. Weird. I know. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> I, Not really. Okay. <laughs> and um, I've just seen this guy all over the TV since his Super Bowl win, MVP of Super Bowl Fifty, and he's just very entertaining and uh, and a great and a fun player. The I'm talking Von Miller, and I've got some Von Miller fun facts. He started in 2011 season. He had 30 sacks in his first two seasons, and as of now, he has, this moment, 75 and a half sack. Really? I may be dumb, but what? exactly what is a half sack? <laughs> That's when... <laughs> two or more people yeah. converge on oh. sack at the same time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, if me and Tony both hit you at the same time, we both get half, half a sack. Half sack. Okay, and if this were on YouTube, we'd demonstrate, but, but that's not good pod. Well, <laughs> probably not in this room. Well, <laughs> maybe we just do it anyway and see how it is on radio. Uh, but anyway, like I mentioned, MVP Super Bowl Fifty against the Panthers. Um, he's been on SNL on Weekend Update. Uh, I think he trash talked uh, Cam Newton on that SNL skit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> he's on Dancing with the Stars. He owns a chicken farm, and he does a charity called Vaughn's Vision, uh, and it has and it helps like lower income kids do get eye exams and get eyewear and stuff. So, uh, so that's my pick. Oh yeah, and uh, a week or two ago, he was on Jimmy Fallon. They were doing their uh, touchdown dances, all the best touchdown dances. He came up with his own. It was called the Sexy T-Rex. Oh, yeah. I saw that. (laughs) It was very funny. He was like this with his little arms dancing around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Check the show notes for that because you can't see me doing that right now. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. The show notes is going to be Indy doing the Sexy (laughs) T-Rex. Why the heck? Why the heck not? It'll be both. <laughs> <laughs> no licensing from uh, NBC. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could share a YouTube clip. I'm oh. sure they'll let us. <laughs> so that's my pick, Von Miller. Um. Uh, I'll, 
when we, when we get to the other Broncos, we'll we'll do honorable mentions. The other Broncos, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, All right. So uh, that was a that was a a, a pick. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a great pick, you mean? The most excellent Super. pick of the modern day. He was the NFL. best T Rex dancing pick that I've ever seen. <laughs> and um, who's MVP of Super Bowl Forty Eight? Anyway, um, I didn't so. dance like a T Rex. <laughs> Uh, my, I don't know why I'm looking at this. I have no notes written down for this at all. Uh, my number one favorite football player of all time uh, would have to be, and again, ladies and gentlemen, this is not the number one of the top shelf. This is a special mashup edition. We will be going to made-up holidays here in a second. But my number one football player of all time uh, would have to be Russell Wilson. He is a good man off the field, family man, um, good Christian, um, goes to the children's hospital every Tuesday, I believe it is, amazing scrambler, uh, always avoids the hit, um, great arm, great accuracy, he was recently in uh, China doing a, uh, um, like an international tour um, where he actually got to play football on the Great Wall of China. And uh, the last clip of the of the of the thing is him throwing a long pass to this guy standing on one of the towers on the Great Wall of China, just really? dead on accurate. The guy didn't even have to move his hands; it just went <laughs> right into his, his chest. I thought the made-up part was after this round. Best quarterback of all time. Okay, now that's going a little okay, bit far. Okay, best. But Best Seattle Seahawks quarterback of all time. That's that's yeah, yeah, yeah sure. very okay, good. Edging out Dave Craig. Dave Craig, with his little <laughs> hands can't hold onto the ball. That's and color blindness. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was my number one uh, football player, Jerry Wayne. I think real real quick about uh, Russell Wilson. I, I one thing I really like about him is the fact that um, whenever he was coming out for the draft. Everybody kept telling him, too small to do this, too small, too small. um, The fact that he changed schools and everything like that, they were holding that against him and everything and said that, you know, he'd be a bust. And he fell to fifth round? Third or fifth? I can't remember. I think it was third. Third? Um, But, I mean, he fell really far in the draft as far as quarterbacks go and uh, and turned out to be the best quarterback in that class, quite frankly. Uh, And... uh... The Broncos two picks before the Seahawks picked um, picked uh, Brock Osweiler. So yeah, how's that working out for them? For the Broncos, fine. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're paying him practically nothing to be a backup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and that guy, you know, Osweiler got his pay from everybody else and came back to Denver to ride the bench, uh, Blue Mountain State style. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a backup quarterback. He doesn't have to do anything. Right, just pull the clipboard. <laughs> So there is a tradition on this show that will not be met unless someone else does it. And that's because we know that Indy is going to pick a Bronco player for his favorite football player of all time. We don't know that. It's Indy. Or will he? Spoiler alert. So the tradition for those out there that are listening for the first time is that Indy always picks something for his number one that he's possibly never seen or played. 
So I'm keeping the tradition alive tonight. And, and before you go into your pick, if you aren't just listening in first for the first time, where have you been for the last 22 episodes? <laughs> We're on episode 23, people. Exactly. We appreciate that you're starting to listen now, but seriously. All right, back to you, Peter. <laughs> so, my number one, his name is John Zook. He played for Atlanta 1969-1975 and St. Louis from 1976 to 1979. Okay, so my real pick is one of the best kick returners I have ever had the pleasure of watching. John Um, Zook was a kick returner? No, he's not. Um, He wasn't much of a wide receiver, but he was great when it came to the kick return. I'm talking about Devin Hester. Yeah. All right. And... Part of Devin Hester's problem as a wide receiver was the fact that he was actually a cornerback that they moved over to wide receiver because they wanted to get the ball in his hands more, and that didn't really work out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, as far as kick returning, um, he was definitely one of the best. Yeah, played on multiple teams, Bears, Falcons. Well, that the, might have been it. No, there's, there's others. Um, I thought there was at least a third, but I can't think yeah. of it. I can't re- I'm, I want to say Chiefs, but I don't know if that's right. Because he got cut late last year, and there was even talk about the Broncos picking him up for the for the playoff run that they never reached. <laughs> but uh, but uh, then they're like, oh, never mind. He's just got one thing to do. And <laughs> but uh, but no, um, yeah, he's got more teams. I can't remember who they were though. But uh, definitely uh, an impact player. He definitely had to. Uh, game plan for the kicking game when you were kicking the Devin Hester. He was the one lone highlight from Super Bowl um, Colts versus Bears. Can't remember the number, sadly. But uh, he was the one lone highlight. He returned the opening kickoff for the touchdown. <laughs> After that, it went really downhill. Rex Grossman never had a chance. <laughs> Dave's TV went out, and he doesn't remember the rest of the Super Bowl. Something about that jack never leaving my hand. I don't know. So it wasn't so much the TV that went out. (laughs) I knew something was lights out. Right. Yeah. All right. Good uh, number one football player. Let's go to Dave to see reveal his number one. My number one is going to be a Chicago Bear. Well, technically he was a Chicago Bear, I should say. Fair <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Walter Payton, the uh, um, legendary running back for the Chicago Bears. Um, amazing on the field, again, just much like Barry Sanders. Um, what I really like about Walter Payton is he was never the fastest person on the field. He was never the strongest, the most skilled Anything smartest. the smartest, any but he had no, the no, <laughs> maybe well no, no. <laughs> but uh, but he had so much of all of that that he may not have been the best at any of those single things, but he when he put it all together, it made him the best player on the field. Um, and then uh, with everything he did off the field as well, um, there's a reason why the NFL's award is called the Walter Payton Man of the, Man year. Of the year is because Walter Payton led a great lifestyle as far as outside the uh, field and with his charities and things like that in order to uh, to set that standard. So, um, 
Yeah, real quick, I know the answer to the question about the record holder. I actually know who the number one, two, and three are. All three of them have been discussed here at some point tonight. However, I want the listeners to actually tweet it to us. I'm not stating the answer at this time. Okay. Hashtag not the record holder <laughs> at Rowdy Night. Right. <laughs> and they can tweet at Max Majors for that. Um, in fact, uh, the only negative thing that I could ever say about Mike Ditka is the fact that Walter Payton scored a touchdown in Super Bowl twenty instead of um, uh, Walter Perry scored a touchdown. Yes, and yes. Refrigerator Perry scored it instead of Walter Payton. Yes. But that's the only negative that I, I could say about Ditka as far as his run with the Bears at the time. Ditka. The Bears. The Bears. driving the Bear bus? Is Ditka driving the Bear bus? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh. Ditka and the Bear bus. And speaking of Walter Payton, you gotta, somebody's gotta mention his uh, nickname, Sweetness, right? Sweetness, absolutely. Yeah. So that was a sweet pick. Yes, it was. <laughs> that it was. Great player, great human. Gone way too soon. Yes. Um, right. Agreed. Good man, good Good everything. He was a damn good running back. All right. So it looks like it's And he was good looking also. I'm not... Yeah. You know, for the time. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to retract that I was just (laughs) kidding earlier about... Yeah. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Indy, what's your favorite football player of all time? Who do you think is the hottest football player? (laughs) (laughs) Hottest football player would nope. be... <laughs> nope, you don't say today. So many to choose from. <laughs> I know you like the tight ends, but... Speaking of tight ends, my number one is a tight end. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> so. So, record-breaking tight end. Um, and shockingly enough, not a Bronco. Right. Was never a Bronco. Thought I'd uh, throw that one out there. He was Latino, though, wasn't he? He had the most receptions <laughs> in a single season. All time receiving yards by a tight end, at least. Um, he 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 had the most touchdowns until just recently, just a couple days ago. Antonio Gates beat him yep. in uh, touchdowns, and uh, so. Um, so the the person I'm talking about is uh, Tony Gonzalez, who was a uh, tight end for the, the Kansas City and then Atlanta. So uh, yes, great player, good guy. Also, uh, since he oh he played for 17 seasons, and uh, let's see here. So and like I said, only missed a couple games. What's the charities? And uh, I didn't put that down. I didn't oh, write okay. that down, but I'm sure he has No one. fun facts, okay. Uh, I do have a fun... No, <laughs> oh. the fun facts I wrote down was this. He hosts a reality TV show called You Can't Lick Your Elbow. Fun fact. <laughs> Maybe we get him on the podcast because <laughs> you can't lick yep. your elbow. has to be about the same listening <laughs> listener or viewership as our podcast. It may have only lasted a season. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure it's still on the air. I heard it was in focus. <laughs> And also, he starred in his first major motion picture this year, Triple X 2, The Return of Xander Cage, starring role. He was Xander Cage? 
<laughs> no, not the story. <laughs> I was like, oh my He gosh. took over for Vin Diesel, people. <laughs> First Ice Cube, then Tony. No, he's, um, he's, uh, I, I guess he was a supporting character. I didn't see okay. it yet, but I, in my research, I found that fun fact. And you, you mentioned he's a Latino. I, on his Wikipedia page, it said he was a mixture of a bunch of stuff. Like, he oh, was like Jamaican, African-American, me Mexican, <laughs> you know, uh, European, a bunch of European stuff. So, you know. I did that early. So, so, yeah. So, he's a little bit of everything, kind of like with uh, Dwayne Johnson, like that. All right. All right. Cool. Well, that and wraps up our... Real quick about yeah. uh, uh, tight end, Tony Gonzalez. He uh, really broke the mold as far as tight ends go. I mean, before uh, Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. your uh, your main tight ends were um, blockers, and mm-hmm. in, in, in for your run game. And uh, with the way he came in, uh, with his back, uh, his basketball background, everything like that, mm-hmm. actually kind of changed the game um, to make it where more athletic types were getting uh, hired on as tight ends, and because their height, their uh, their range across the middle their speed, everything like that. So he actually, I without Tony Gonzalez, you, you may not see uh, Gronkowski or um, Antonio Gates, you know. So, yeah. Uh, one bad thing about, not necessarily Tony Gonzalez, but every game the announcers had to bring up Oh, he has a basketball background. Right. <laughs> when he would dunk over the goalpost or something. It, it's so yeah. bad. Even in Madden, they do that. The video game. It's like if you throw to the tight end, they're like, oh, well, you know, tight ends now play our basketball players coming back over to the football field. <laughs> it's like, he learned to box out like that because of his basketball background. I'm like, we get it. He was a basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> yeah, that's against Tony Gonzalez. You never, you never see a quarterback spit and be like, he used to be a baseball pitcher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the way he adjusts his cup. <laughs> and we're not talking about the old Dixie cup, right? <laughs> and and I'll bring. Uh, I mentioned like honorable mentions, Broncos and stuff. Of course, we're talking about tight ends. You got to mention uh, Shannon Sharp. You He's a great, sp- <laughs> great player. Fun, fun he to didn't watch. Play basketball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he may have. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he's he's fun. I like, Maybe I like Shannon Sharp. Of course, or there's more dribbles. Yeah. Of course, there's John Elway. There's um, back in the '80s, there was a poster of the th- the three amigos. I there still was have like that. three three wide receivers: Vance Johnson. I forget the other two. Mark oh, Jackson Mark and Ricky Natiel. Ricky Natiel. So that was the poster that was on a bunch of all the kid Bronco fans' walls, including mine. <laughs> I have it actually framed in glass. Mm-hmm. Still in my house. Okay. It's here's, in my mother-in-law's room. Here's two fun facts about the three amigos. Uh-huh. Sal, Michael Sal used to uh, go to the dog track that was in Commerce City, um, and Mark Jackson was always there, so Sal hung out with Mark Jackson pretty much <laughs> a whole lot during the off-season. And, and this was before the off-season was long, as long as it is. And so, right. uh, second fun fact... We go to a movie theater up in uh, uh, Loveland, and we walk into the front foyer, and um, to our right, Vance Johnson is consoling his uh, girlfriend. I don't know if he's breaking up with her, or she's pregnant with one of his 27 kids, or or what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
What was going on? Congratulations, lady two. You just made the apology list. <laughs> hey. <laughs> was it Vance or his girlfriend that made the list? <laughs> I don't know about his... I don't know if his background is anything like... Uh, what was his name? Cromarty? <laughs> With his hundred kids, but... <laughs> oh, there's Cromarty on the list. <laughs> All right. And, uh... But so... <laughs> This girl is crying her eyes out. Who knows what is going on? Vance Johnson has made this woman cry for some reason. And my Uncle Jay goes over and is like, Hey, Vance, how's it going? <laughs> totally oblivious of the situation? Totally oblivious. The poor girl is... That seems like Jay to me. Yeah. Shocked look on, on both of their faces. He's like, hey man, what's up? We're trying to ask for an autograph. Yeah. He did not do that, luckily, but yeah, um, that was just a fun fact. I have a fun fact about Mark Jackson. Nice. You were there, I'm sure, right? I think so. When Mark Jackson was the guest referee? Yeah. In our match, and he clocked me? Yeah. 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 Mark Jackson was a guest referee (laughs) for one of my matches at Red and Jerry's. And, um, of course, you know, with a guest referee, all chaos broke broke out, everything like that. <laughs> he he counted two, and I got up, said, you need to count three, you need to count faster. I'm telling him how to be a referee because he didn't know. Well, yeah. And he I, punched me in the mouth. <laughs> I think he had the ring on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he just clocked me. I mean, it's like, bam, and I'm down, and the other dude, uh, Outcast, I think it was. It was either Outcast or um, or uh, Tiger. But cause that's the only two people I wrestled during that time frame. <laughs> 27 times each. <laughs> but, True story. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the other, whichever one it was, pinned me, and one, two, three, and um, and, uh, he counted the three that time? Yeah, he counted the three yeah. really well, really yeah. quick, too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he got out, and um, <laughs> I like started hollering mm. at him, everything like that, and had security holding me back, and they escorted him away and everything, and uh, yeah, it was a fun time. And uh, later we had, he had some juice company or something, and brought the juice, some juice, healthy juice stuff that he had in the back. Actual drink, healthy juice, not yeah, yeah, not yeah. It, no, it, for the yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, and actually it was tasty. I can't remember what it was called though, unfortunately. Mark he, Jackson's he hit juice. me really hard. Yeah, wow. so, but uh, no, it was like some weird word. <laughs> I don't remember that. But uh, no, he had that in the back. We uh, we drank that and had a good time and um, laughed about everything. But uh, yeah, I actually got knocked out by Mark Jackson. Nice, the smallest amigo. Your guys' stories about the Amigos are much better than mine. I just ran into one of them at the mall. (laughs) With his car. (laughs) (laughs) No, we were at like radio not? Why do we not have a story about Ricky Natil? He was the Amigo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, funny. Okay, so, honorable mentions. (laughs) So, I jotted down Champ and Boss Bailey just because their names, they, they, they really lived up to their names. And, you know, interesting thing, they have, really? like, a, no, Champ and Boss, of course. Oh. They have a brother with the first name of, like, Rob. Guess who's not in the NFL? <laughs> Poor old Rob Bailey. None of them. They should, have named, they should have named him Winner or something, but I'm sure Rob. Poor Rob. Rob. <laughs> Poor Rob. Hi, this is Champ and Boss, and I'm Rob. I'm Rob. 
Sorry, Rob. <laughs> you know what? He's bigger than the apology, Liz. <laughs> Sorry, Not Rob. from us, but for... He doesn't need to apologize. Need a hug, Rob. Call us. <laughs> you should change your name to Winner, and then, yeah. he'll, then he'll make it in the leagues. Hashtag <laughs> Rob Bailey needs a hug. <laughs> and I jotted down your sister-in-law's favorite, Ed McCaffrey. I, yes. He was a good player. My mother-in-law's favorite. And I also... I just I just remember there being Ed McCaffrey mustard Rocky Mountain Ed McCaffrey at Rocky Mountain mustard, yeah. and there the Dijon flavor had him like in a beret and a Frenchman's mustache. <laughs> really? There was a cereal. A cereal. There was a, Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I saw horseradish Rocky Mountain sauce, and uh, root beer. Uh, Ed McCaffrey root beer with his stats on the can. So he was a little, he was kind of an entrepreneur at the time. Yes. So I thought I was remembering those days. Yeah, he he seems like a good guy. He um, has two kids in the uh, NFL now: Max with uh, Jaguars and uh, Christian with the uh, Panthers. And he's got another one in college ready to go, <coughs> I believe, doesn't he? I don't know. Is, how many, is he in how many does he have? I think he has three or four. If he has four, then that could be because I know one of them still a. Valor, I think. I think he's still really? in high school. Oh, okay. I think. So. But. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he's got uh, a, we've got a legacy here. And you can't leave, talk about greatest of all time without uh, talking about Jerry Rice. Absolutely. Yes. You know. I had that on the list, on the mentions list. I must have skipped it. And John Elway, too. Yep, you said it. You said it. <laughs> well, he's worth saying twice. Not really. And since we're talking about Quarterbacks that won Super Bowls. You gotta. You can't forget uh, Peyton Manning. He's a funny man. <laughs> Jim McMahon won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Just saying, you don't have to mention him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and uh, I more admire them for their acting skills because I wasn't around for them during when they actually played, but I. I enjoy the work of Jim Brown and Carl Weathers. Oh, also Terry Crews, former, I think he was in, I can't remember what team he was on, but he he, he was in the NFL too. Hmm. Yeah, no idea. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the top shelf, pulling down our favorite made-up holiday of all time. That's right, today is... Butterscotch Pudding Day and Talk Like a Pirate Day. Let's see what our favorite made-up holidays are. It's time for Top Shelf Made-Up Holidays. It's time for somebody to pick a favorite holiday. <laughs> and this is not going well, so let's get on with it. Oh, and yeah. that person would be me. We're coming back to me for our number one. My top favorite made-up holiday of all time would have to be draft day. Our nice. draft day for uh, our fantasy football league. It's a live oh. draft. Um, it's a national holiday to me. It's um, one of my top ten favorite days of the regular holiday year, but my favorite made-up holiday. I like it. Yeah, Been there for all but one while I was stuck in Ohio and didn't make it to draft day. You weren't in the league one year? No. There was one year I missed. 1998, when I was stuck in Ohio. 
Huh. I because we didn't have the technology to really do the, right. the draft over the phone or and especially back then because uh, Sal used to partake in the alcoholic beverage. Yes. Which made the draft go for seven hours. Take the draft. Sean Bennett. <laughs> and then you paid for long distance for every minute you used it. Yes. Could you imagine seven hours of long distance on that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, love hanging out with uh, with you guys. Uh, one of the best uh, perks about doing this podcast is hanging out with you guys. And every year, we get to go over to wherever we have the draft and talk football and football players and give each other a hard time, bust some balls, and uh, my favorite day of the year. I enjoy it very much, too, and very appropriate to mash it, mash it up with the football players. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jer? All right. <clears throat> so I didn't dig very far with this one because when, I, when my first one got eliminated, my alternate was actually pretty easy for me to pick. Um, Oh, sorry, wrong alternate. (laughs) Go ahead. Not the laminated five, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I was picturing spending time with Winona in March. We'll come back to that. Um, There is a webcomic called Control-Alt-Delete. The main character's name is Ethan, and several years ago he created a multi-day holiday that celebrates video games, and that holiday is called Winter in Moss. Now, in the honor of celebrating video game holidays, there is one called Brewfest. It is World of Warcraft's name for Oktoberfest. It happens every year at this time. It's about to start, and uh, this weekend I will be jumping on that and getting involved in it. Nice. I have no idea what word you just said, but uh, sounds fun. <laughs> Winter in Moss. Winter in Moss, thank you. Yes, yes. Winter in Moss. If you need that for spelling for later, I'll text it to you at the end of the night, Indy. All right. I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. Very cool. Control, Very good meetup right. holiday. Um, multi-day holiday. Can't beat that with a stick. Spell celebrating video games? I mean, yeah. how can you beat that? How can you beat that? Um, Draft day. That's how. <laughs> <and also, laughs> there's actually two different uh, um, video game holidays. September 12th, uh, National Video Games Day. And there's also Video Games Day in July, which I'm not sure on what day that is. But um, with but Winter yeah. Moss, there's this big event. That's why it's a, a multi-day holiday. It's like a tournament to crown the king of Winter Moss. But it's just on World of Warcraft, right? No, Brewfest is just on World of Warcraft. Oh. Winter Moss is from Control Alt Delete. Okay, does that exist in the real world? It's a webcomic in the real world, so yes, we're going with that. <laughs> Okay. It's made up. <laughs> Sorry. So wait, is, is Brewfest a part of Wintering Moss? No, Brewfest is part of... Is that like a beer the, festival inside the World, World of Warcraft? Warcraft? <laughs> I don't know. Which means you that drink, you drink nothing. So hold on. So what is actually your pick? Wintering Moss. So what was about Brewfest? It was alcohol related and it was part of a made up holiday. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm, just, I'm a little confused, but that's all right. Wintering Moss. Moss. All right. Okay. Moss. Well, I'll go check out the Winter Eden Moss of that webcomic. I mean, I've mentioned webcomic stuff before. Good old X-Cop, you know. Uh, Can't beat X-Cop day. <laughs> Control of the League right. was great when he was doing storylines and the occasional 
random player one through four thrown in. Now he just does player one through four with occasionally throwing in an Ethan strip. Well, that sounds like it's all right. I'm sure that will make sense once I read it. That's right. We're all all going to go check out the webcomic Alt-Control-Delete. Control-Alt-Delete. That, too. Yeah, as long as you press all three, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Hold them all together. In any order. In any order. Bippity-boppity-boo. Speaking of bippity-boppity-boo, Dave, what's your number one made-up holiday? My number one made-up holiday was made up by a brilliant individual. Me. Oh, was it uh, George Lucas? He created Life Day for the Star Wars Holiday Special. Is it that? Is that the genius? No, I said me. Okay, just checking. <laughs> um, so for years now, uh, years and years and years actually, uh, I've actually celebrated November 1st is Rowdy Night Day. And... <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, weird. Uh, so Rowdy Night Day... Um, it doesn't have any certain thing that you do or anything like that. No presents are, unfortunately, never given or anything. Just something to celebrate me. So, um, (laughs) on November 1st, I, um, broke up with my first girlfriend. (laughs) All right. Didn't start off real well, the holiday. (laughs) uh, Four days later, I, you know, started dating my wife. (laughs) But, um... Um, let's see, what else did I do on November 1st? On November 1st, I moved out of my parents' house. On November 1st, I... Last week. (laughs) Last year. (laughs) Um, I got, I started several different jobs on November 1st. Not a real challenging thing with the number of jobs I've had. The job (laughs) podcast. Isn't that, Uh, uh... Isn't that, like, every first of every month? (laughs) Well, I mean, back then. Back then, (laughs) maybe. Um, my very first wrestling match was on November 1st, 1997. Um, I moved home from, uh, Ohio, November 1st, 1998. (laughs) Um, there were other things for November 1st. I can't remember right now, but that day tends to come up a lot for me. So, uh, that day Mm. is rowdy night day. And I just like to say, he is correct. A genius came up with that day, day. But it wasn't him. No. It was sitting across the table from him. <laughs> That's right, because you can't make up your own holiday. It's kind of like a nickname. You can't make it up yourself. you got to have others tell We you. were sitting on the phone talking about holidays, and we said it was, you know, Valentine's Day is kind of like a, a woman's holiday. There should be a holiday for men. And I'm not talking about the holidays that you were talking about. But we, we were, <laughs> like, jelly. We were like, I said, yeah, maybe it should be night day. Like knights in shining armor. And then he went, yeah, November 1st. It's rowdy night day. Okay, so here's something I really love about this whole thing. I don't remember this conversation, actually, but it sounds a lot like something I'd say. You said that he thought that there should be a day just to celebrate him. What happens just a few days before that? Oh, wait. His seven, birthday. Seven. Yeah, a week that's, before that. That's, yeah. that's David's birthday. <laughs> November 1st is Rowdy Knight's birthday. Totally different. That's right. Have you met yourself? <laughs> yeah. So genius did come up with that day. Unfortunately, it wasn't Dave. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, like I said, I don't recall that conversation, but it definitely sounds very familiar. 
Excellent, number one. I um, think about you all day I, on November 1st. This year is on a Wednesday, which happens to be my day off anyway, so that works out great. Yes. <laughs> because they look at me weird whenever I request the day off and list why, but rowdy night day. They're like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a fitting day for you, rowdy night day, November 1st. When it all started, it, it stuck. It definitely stuck better than the uh, religion that I was starting, rowdyism. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't go over very well at all. <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we just have a day for you. Yeah, you know, that's probably better. No Colts. Yeah. yeah. We'll have some Reeboks or something. I, I was just going to say. Everybody's going to wear jerseys and hats, man. Oh. Oh, or black and purple tights. I was just going to say, when you start the religion and you're the head of the religion, uh, you're quite possibly calling yourself the god of the religion. I, I don't think they call it a religion. God. I think they call it a cult. <laughs> We're all going to be in a bunker somewhere outside of Waco, I am not drinking the Kool-Aid. That's right. The night time is the right time. <laughs> but in this case, the way he said it, he spelled that with a K. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's right. The night time is <laughs> oh. I thought that's the way Adam meant it. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, Indy, let's wrap up our made up holidays with you, sir. All right. Uh, since I'm last, I'll go ahead and go with some, some things I jotted down but didn't mention yet. There's, there's Pi Day, of course. That's the day because I like math. Pi Day. The 3.14151, something like that. So it also peanut shares a day with one of Jerry's favorites. Peanut butter and jelly. Got it. And steak. Um, let's see. Oh, I jotted down one hit wonder day, September twenty fifth. So, uh, so like just this next week. Yeah, it's coming up soon. So probably by the time you're listening to this, dig out your old CDs or iPod. Put your iPod on shuffle. Find some one hit wonders. Ooh, Rick, Rick roll. Rick roll. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Pretend I December eighth is pretend to be a time traveler day. Wow. Yeah. So we get shunned by the rest Guess what? of the society. Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it wasn't the top pick. But anyway, nice. You go to a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> so, but actually, you know what? December tenth. Take your one phone call day. Technically, I am a time traveler because I'm traveling forwards in time right now. All of us are. <laughs> Got it, Mr. Wizard. What's your pick? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, two-way tie. These are t- both two, um, two holidays I celebrate every year. They're sort of real holidays. First one is Record Store Day. Because I like going old school and hitting the record store every year. So, um, so record store day every year. Usually lands on a Saturday. They have, they, like, if you're a vinyl collector, they have some, like, they come out with really cool special editions of reissues of stuff. Uh, so visit your local record store, people. 
Which is which is convenient for most mm-hmm. made up holidays. You could just pick whatever day you want. Like record store day, it's on a Saturday because nor- yeah. normal people have yeah, off on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, saying yeah, normal There's people a... do not have offs on Saturdays. There... That's just a normal work. We, all right, they're going on. <laughs> all right, but uh, yeah, but anyway, they have an official record store day, and you know what? We'll say that's the runner-up, number one free comic book day, first Saturday in May. I like to hit Mile High Comics, get some free comics, look for some old back issues. Usually, I look for like reprints of number ones. You've heard me talk about that before, or first appearances of stuff. But I also pick up a few of the, the free comics, and and if you bring the whole family, each person gets their gets to pick out three. So so you get, get a pretty three? good collection. Yeah, three wow. each. Well, I'll have to, so. I'll have to partake in that. Yeah. And um, I just realized something. Mm-hmm. You're the anti-Dave. You like backstory. You like origin stories. You like <laughs> oh first appearances. You're right. Dave hates the backstory. Well, he he just wants the action. I, I go with the first appearance. Funny thing, we realized something really bizarre tonight. So they they were asking me, have I am I watching This Is Us? And I was like, well, I still need to finish the first season. He says I have no heart. But then I was like, wait a minute. I'm kind of surprised you like This Is Us because it's nothing but backstory. It is. I love that show, by the way. But it's not really a current story, so it's all backstory. Right. So that's okay. Yeah, it's a current story, too. Yeah, barely. It's not mostly barely. about the backstory. No. Well, I like Milo, and that's it. Milo, Milo, that guy. Still haven't seen it. The guy from Heroes. Or the guy from Rocky Balboa. Or the guy from This Is Us. <laughs> Probably what he's mostly known for. Still haven't seen it. No interest. Drama. Pfft, forget it. <laughs> Just a plain old drama. I'm not going to watch a plain old drama. It's a darn good show. You're missing <laughs> out. This podcast is uh, um, brought to you unofficially by This Is Us, returning to NBC on September 26th. Yeah, i, I got to express my surprise that none of us actually picked On One Hit Wonder Day? day? <laughs> Wonder Day, <laughs> Star Wars. I, I'm I mentioned Life Day. Come on, no, 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 no I, I know. But <laughs> where, some, where a bunch of Wookies can growl at each other for an hour, just what, like in the special. <laughs> what, I mean is that, what I mean is that none of us actually had it as our uh-huh. holiday pick. Okay. It was mentioned, but none of us actually had it as. Uh, you, you don't really surprise me. I, I knew that's what you were picking for your holiday well, pick. Yeah. I mean, Rowdy Night Day is pretty obvious. Well, when you only get to pick one, I mean. Yeah, you know. yeah. I figured we had a whole episode dedicated to it, so uh, we put it on the shelf and picked another one off the shelf. We are not going to have a whole episode uh, for Rowdy Night Day. This is it. This oh, is that, the last time that it's mentioned. That would be awesome. <laughs> but what, another made up holiday? That I just like honorable mention real quick that okay. I forgot to honorable mention before. Festivus. It's the festival for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. The amazing feats of strength. I got a lot of grievances with you people. Potential <laughs> because it's distracting. Anyway, uh, that almost wraps us up here. Um, oh, and don't forget first contact day, the first day we make contact with the Vulcans. It's going to happen on April 5th, 2016. If we were in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> That's right. Because I 2016, I'm like, oops. 2063. <laughs> ha. Um, All right. <laughs> and the Vulcans get mentioned on the podcast. So uh, let's move into uh, the last order of business for the podcast. 
I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. Oh yeah. We are sorry. Oh yeah. Uh, Dennis, I don't remember why we're apologizing. Oh, the toilet pre- paper. Pre-roll the toilet paper with every Grand Slam breakfast. <laughs> Alright. Lena, thank you for taking one for the team, but we do apologize to you that you were not appreciated on the 17th of September. Uh, Robin, you were also not appreciated on the 17th of September. Uh, Vance Johnson? Uh, I was not appreciated on the 17th of September. <laughs> Vance Johnson's girlfriend at the time. Uh... Kermarty, Kermarty, and uh, Rob. Rob, Rob Bailey. Rob Bailey. Rob Bailey. Rob Bailey. <laughs> the Bailey brother. I and already hashtagged it. Rob Bailey needs a hug. Okay. And, and, and Rob uh, Bailey needs a hug. That's Antonio Cromarty. Antonio Cromarty. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us uh, for this uh, fun-filled episode of mashups and top shelves and football stories. Uh, I thank you all for listening i thank you all for being here today um this podcast would not be able to uh, survive without listeners like you all right and uh, emily and happy happy talk like a pirate day everybody and don't forget visit pirate fest every year in north glen that's the official celebration of talk like a pirate day pirate themed music boat races you gotta check it out people dressed as pirates lots of pirate stuff but anyway, uh, to close this out, I'm going to say, Arg me, mateys, until we sail again.
shower and shave. I scatter your faster and gob with me cutlass, ye landlubber knave. <laughs> and I talk like me hearties. It's a bounty more fun. I'll hoist up me skull and cross bones and kill her, yeah, ye mangy heart son. Yo ho, yo ho.